You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at nerdtoknowmedia.com. Welcome to another episode of Doing It For The Exposure, the show that shoots both landscape and portrait. I'm your host, Mannequin Blue, and today's special guest is photographer Eddie Kavanagh on behalf of the New Generation Camera Club. Hello. How are you doing today? Yeah, very good. Thanks for inviting me on. Delighted to be here. Delighted to be part of your podcast. Do appreciate it. Oh, yeah, of course. Been wanting to get you guys on for ages. <laughs> Well, funny enough, this week we have a little bit of spare time as sadly we've, due to our COVID incidents out there, our studio is, let's say it's, it's, it's closed for the moment, but anxiously waiting for good news somewhere down the road that we can reopen again. Yeah, definitely. And we're definitely anxiously waiting, you know, for you guys to reopen again, because I love seeing the stuff you come out with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as I say, it, it's a fun, I suppose what we try and do with it is a, community-spirited club. We're trying to make our shoots as social as possible and try and have a variation of themes for our shoots so that people can get enthused and can join in and come up with creative ideas. So it's really, I suppose, what we're trying to do is get as many creative people into the one space as possible when allowed to do so, obviously, in normal times. And let's see where, where the ideas take us all. So we work with, obviously, photographers, but we work with a range of models, particularly from the burlesque scene we like working with those guys because they're so creative and they can actually make a costume out of toilet paper they're amazing people and you know we we work with body painters and we work with makeup artists and dress designers so everybody anyone with a creative bent at all is more than welcome into our studio so we can go and create some magic and so then how did this all start? Because this is very, it's kind of very out there for a camera club, as far as I'm aware, because it's, it's very collaborative. It's very artistic. So like, how did you guys get the idea for this? Well, I suppose that the idea goes back quite a while. And as photographers, we tend to look to do a lot of different strains of photography. So a lot of people do landscape photography or macro photography. So there's all sorts of veins to it. But from a model or portrait or studio style photography, the, the opportunities are very, very limited. And it's very hard to do that. So, so a number of creative people, I suppose, got together with the idea to see how they could bring that alive and how they could create a space to allow photographers to come together and models to come together to try and create some work and some art together and, and, and to, I suppose, develop their art form. And I suppose that's where the idea formed from. There was a lady called Shelley Radley. I don't know whether you know Shelley. Shelley Radley was probably the creative person behind all of that many years ago. And myself and Andy and Rick Taylor then took that idea forward a little bit further back in 2015, where we opened our studio on the Longmont Road. And we had invited some photographers along and the club really started to, to kick on from there, you know. We've been joined since then by Richard and by... Paul. And so we have a, a very good creative team to see where we can bring this to. It's grown quite dramatically over the period of time. And we have a huge waiting list of photographers to join 
and we, we work with a hell of a lot of models and, and as I said, makeup artists and body painters, etc., on the creative teams that we put together. And that's all done in a collaborative way too. All the ideas are shared amongst us and we, we try and be as creative and out there, I suppose, as possible. So it's, it, as I say, it's flourished and grown over a period of time. We normally shoot once a week, but we also try and run workshops to try and bring people forward on how to light subjects, how to, you know, how to do different areas. And we've been looking into running model workshops too, where we can bring in experienced models to help younger and up and coming models to learn how to pose and move and, and be comfortable in front of the camera. And I think all those aspects are very important, but it's all done in a fun way. And it's all done, you know, as I say, with, with, with the idea of collaboration and networking and meeting people and coming up with new and more creative ideas at all times. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, that's brilliant. And you guys actually do as well. You do themed shoots. So it's kind of like every week is something completely different. Yes, indeed. We tend to try and mix the genres together. So we try and do something maybe from the movie world. Maybe we, we take a filmmaker or, or, or a film style. So it may go film noir or something along those lines, or you may go horror genre or you, maybe, you, know, you might pick someone like a Stephen King, for example, I mean, do a Stephen King horror. I mean, this month, we certainly would have had at least two horror themes for, you know, for the forthcoming Halloween events, I suppose. We'll always try and do some Christmas themes in around the Christmas period. But we also pick different painters or different, you know, or, or maybe we'll pick a color. We maybe say this week is gold week. And you may find all sort of creative ideas come from that, where some models will come with, a gold dress or a gold suit and then you'll have a body painter who can do something in creative gold or you know we we have all sorts of you know from from headdress design and from you know stylists all coming up with with different ideas and accessorizing the models that are here on the nights just to comply and create new looks within within a theme you know so it's a hell of a lot of fun you know we've been doing it for a number of years now and we haven't run out of teams just yet so that goes to show you. Yeah. And I mean, even I've been, cause I've been following you guys as well. I think I've seen, you know, even if you do the same theme, it's never the same. It's always done differently. Yes, indeed. And that's the other thing that we try and do. We try and use different people. If, if we're doing the same or similar theme, we may use different models or different makeup artists or whatever to see what else we can bring to it. And some of the themes are so popular. We, we tend to run them over two or three different weeks and then see what people can come up with in a creative way to carry that theme on. And it's amazing, you know, if you come up with something simple, as I said, if you choose a color or gold or whatever it is, everyone's interpretation of it can, can come out in a different way. And yeah, it's, it's so much fun to see what comes of it. And it's, it's a delight to see everybody have such a, such a good time with the ideas and, and to, to see where the idea takes them to. And it's, you know, it can be a very exciting process. And I often get texts and messages from people saying, we really look forward to a Thursday night and Friday where we start to see the images come up from that week and we just see what people have, have come up with and what they've created. So it's a lot of fun. It really is. It's, it's good fun. And as I say, we try and keep the themes out there and try and keep them, you know, topical if we can. But obviously we, we like to go with some vintage styles and throwback and everything. So we, we just generally mix it up. And let's see. Let's see where, where it takes people, you know. It's, it's been a lot of fun to be involved with. 
Yeah. And because you guys shoot every week as well, how do you find having a steady stream of models and, and makeup artists and everything? Like, where do you find people? Well, I suppose we, the new generation club is, you can, you can see our site on Facebook. We've also got Instagram and we've got Purple Port, which is a model hosting site. And we have our own website. So all of those mediums seem to attract certain levels of attention. But a lot of it has been down to networking. So, you know, we work with a, a group of models and their friends and their other model acquaintances get involved, the makeup artists, then the word spreads through them, the burlesque society or, or you know, the, the, the pole dancing and different dance academies. Different model agencies have been in contact with us too to work with models from the agencies in particular themes. And, and so it, it just spreads out from there. It's great to be involved with so many different and such a, a variety of talent and different areas and teams within you know, the entertainment industry, I suppose. So yeah, we work with actors and pretty much anyone we can put in front of a camera, we'll do it. We're always happy to see new faces and we're always happy to work with new people. It's not down to experienced people or anything else. It's about people coming together and having fun and being creative. It's really what it's all about. Yeah. And then for the themes as well because you'd be shooting with so many people and like you said some themes are more popular than others and you have to run them over the course of a few weeks but say you're inundated with requests for models and makeup artists and stuff like that how do you decide like is it kind of who suits the theme or is it first come first served or is it like luck of the draw <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a mixture of both certainly with some themes we would, we would have one or two models in mind or we would have one or two designers in mind for a particular team. But in general, we, we try to, you know, we, we'll find that some models will want to come to every, uh, every shoot every week, but we have to obviously space out and give everybody the, a chance and an opportunity to be there. So, you know, we love working with people. We love working with new people, but we obviously love working with the people we, we've worked with on, you know, over the past five, six years. And they all bring something different to it. But yeah, we, we just try to be, and it sounds silly, but we, we try to be as fair as possible and share out themes in the, in the best way possible. But at the same time, we would all often have one or two shoots coming up that we have people in mind for, we have to identify, or we've built a theme around certain people too, you know, to try and bring it to life where they would have expertise in a certain genre, let's say, that we, we bring that alive and work with them for that reason. So. But as I say, that's, you know, we're here every week. There's 50 shoots out of the 52 weeks a year. And, you know, we have plenty of themes and plenty of people to come to them. So it's, it's really good fun. Yeah, that's brilliant. And so then do you take suggestions and requests for themes as well? Or is it kind of whatever the collective comes up with? It's, again, a mixture of both. We would always try and add to the collective piece. So all of the models and photographers, etc. And I suppose us... As management of, of it, we get together on a, you know, we'd meet monthly and talk about the teams we had and what we could do better, what we could improve on and the teams that are coming and how we're going to manage them through. And, and again, what models are available for them, what models aren't available and et cetera. But yeah, I mean, we, we often get approached by, as I said, designers or models or hairstylists or whatever that would like to do a certain theme or, you know, could we do one which involved say i don't know balloons or feathers or bananas pick something and and we try and think well how could we do this or you know how can we create this and, and we'd sit down in, in, internally and, and and discuss 
what the restrictions would be within the studio environment we have or what we would need to bring to the studio to bring this certain theme alive. You know, we've done outdoor shoots in the studio where we brought in clay and soil and trees and leaves and all those sorts of things and try and create a, an outdoor environment actually in, in, in under studio lights. So we try and do all sorts of things. You know, our only limit is our creativity or our lack of skill sometimes, I suppose, to try and bring these things alive. But, you know, as I say, we love it when people come up with ideas that challenge us, that make us think, wow, how are we going to do this? And, you know, we, we, we get our juices flowing from that. And we always try and uh, deliver on, on the themes that are suggested to us where possible. We haven't brought in the live dolphin yet, so fungi isn't going to turn up in the studio any day soon. <laughs> but, uh, all things are possible. That's all I'll say in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. And like, it's always amazing to see people who are so into it that they actually, you know, they'll bring in things from the, like, you know, create a forest scape indoors and that kind of thing. But do you guys do location shoots as well? Yes, we do. We try and, and do location shoots. We, we work with international models as well. And we, we try and run model workshops for photographers to try and help them develop their skills and and develop their interaction. So, so we'd work with photographers who are not members or non-members of our club, let's call it. We would bring them in on, on weekend shoots to show them what a studio does and how it works. We also work with other camera clubs to open up the studio to them and bring in models and makeup artists so that they get a, an opportunity. Because you'll find most camera clubs don't actually get an opportunity to shoot models. They will go away to a beach somewhere and they'll shoot a sunrise or a sunset or you know, they'll go to an old castle or, or an old building or whatever and, and they'll do some derelict type shoots etc so they rarely get a chance to actually have a model in have some studio lights in place and, and shoot them so we, we try and create opportunities for people to grow their talent and work in the environment that we have created for them you know but yeah we sometimes take our studio outdoors and we've shot on beaches and we've shot in forests and, and all of those other places too and it Again, it's about us challenging ourselves and creating new, you know, new opportunities to play with lights and to understand your camera and, and understand light and how it interacts with the environment around you and, and the models particularly to try and, as I say, develop your skills and, and bring everything to a new level. So it's always a challenge, but it's, you know, it's, it's good that we look at these things in a challenging way and, and challenge ourselves. It keeps it interesting and, you know, it, it ensures that, that we're always learning, all of us, you know, every shoot we run, we're all learning from it. And it's good. One of the recent shoots we had in the studio, it was what we called a gobo shoot. And just for people out there, a gobo is something that goes between the light and the model. So it's called a gobo. And that can be anything from a branch or something with a pattern on it. And it projects the pattern onto the model. So we had one of our members, Olive, Gagan, who is particularly skilled in this area. So she agreed that she would come and tutor us all in this style of photography. And this happened literally just before lockdown. And it was so popular, we ran it over four different nights. And the photographers learned so much from it, and the models learned so much, and the photographs were fantastic. So, you know, it, it's always about learning and growing and trying new things and getting excited over and over again about something you love doing. Well, that's it. I mean, that's something that we've said again and again on the show as well, is that you should always be learning. You know, you should never feel like you're a master in your craft because you've always got something that you can improve on. 
Indeed, yes. I mean, and that really sums it up. It should always give you some butterflies in your tummy and make you stop and think, wow, how am I going to do this? Or, you know, how have I got the skill set? Or where do I need to go to, to, to get more information on what I'm going to do next type of thing? So, so it is, and that's the, the beauty of it. You know, repetition becomes very boring. And, you know, that's why you really do need to challenge yourself and to find new ideas and work with new people and work collaboratively with people and, you know, see where it all takes you because it's amazing the ideas that come from the shoots that, you know, when you're actually there and, you know, we did one a while ago where the theme was paper and, you know, we had one very creative lady and I think you've had her on your show recently who made a dress out of, out of an old newspaper and she also made some accessories like hats and, and different pieces that just transformed everything you thought of. I mean, initially the theme around paper was, well, someone may be reading a newspaper or someone is, you know, or whatever it might be, but all of a sudden people were dressed and modeling out their avant-garde designs made of paper. So, you know, it's phenomenal where the whole thing can take you. And you can see people just getting excited, talking to each other about what's happening and how it's happening. And I never even realized you could do these things. So, you know, it, it's, it's, it's good to have something like that. I don't think there's anyone else doing something like this in Dublin. And I'm not sure about the rest of, of the country. But certainly, I'm not aware of anyone doing something like this, certainly not on a weekly basis. And that's why it's, it's so important, you know, that it's not just me, it's myself and Andy and Paul and Richard. And Richard, five of us together, together with Rick Taylor, of course, six of us working together to try and bring this home every week. And, and, and not only weekly, but obviously we've got weekend shoots that go along with that too. So we have a hell of a lot going on and the upkeep of the Facebook page and Instagram and the website and, you know, all of those things and all the communication that goes along with the shoot. Because don't forget, you could have anywhere between, you know, 10 and 20, 25 people involved in any single shoot between photographers and models and makeup artists, and, you know, designers, et cetera, et cetera. So every week it, it becomes a fairly big deal to stay on top of it and to, you know, and you know, just like with the communications, there's so many messages flying back and forward between people, setting up groups and all of those other things that it can take up quite a bit of time. So we're lucky with the team we have that everyone is, you know, dedicated to it and everyone's enjoying it and everybody's, you know, able to take part and, and, and it just works so well. Yeah, exactly. And it's always great when everyone, you know, is on board and enjoying it and, these things can be quite difficult with multiple people, but like you said, you've got maybe 25 people involved in a single shoot and everybody's enjoying it. Everybody's loving it, which is fantastic. And just to bring it around too, because like I've obviously I've done my stint with the camera club as well. And it's always an amazing, amazing evening, but kind of when I was, you know, doing my stint with the club, you guys were down on the long mile, but you've since moved. That's right. The studio on the Long Mile served us very well. It, we were there for just over four years and we enjoyed every minute of it. But we actually outgrew the studio. We did everything we could possibly do with it to maximise our usage and, and to maximise its potential. But we had an opportunity to move to a studio which is probably three to four times as big as it. And it's got shower facilities. It's got a, you know, a, a built-in model changing area, which was very important to us. And you know, when we had that opportunity, obviously it was a little bit more expensive than, than we had been paying, but we were happy to do that and happy to, to take that chance and move to it. I suppose looking back, we moved in in January, so 
we were only finding our feet and getting used to the studio when the initial lockdown came along, which was a damn shame. But the space that it gives us and the additional opportunities for shoot ideas. You now we can, we can now shoot with natural light, which wasn't available to us in the previous studio, for example. We have a yard area where we can use it to do some outdoor themes and bits and pieces, all as part of our Thursday evening or our Saturday or Sunday shoots. So there are opportunities we never had. We can allow more people into the studio. It's a far bigger space. It's a far more welcoming environment. We have more props, we have more lights, you know, we've got more modifiers. So everything has, has grown and enhanced the experience of New Generation Camera Club. So, so we've been able to do that and, and welcome new people into, into the environment, which means we're more creative. We can bring more creative people in. We get better ideas and bigger and, and uh, everything's just working so well in there. Unfortunately, we're a little bit limited at the moment, but that'll all solve itself too. You know, this will pass, it always does. And we'll move forward from there, you know. So it's all very, very positive. But yeah, it's been a great move for us. We're delighted with it. And we've done quite a bit. We're looking into further enhancements with it, where we hopefully be in a position to, to maybe put, for example, a ring onto the roof where we can have, you know, shoots where we can use a hoop and stuff like that for aerial performance. So it opens up a whole new creative vibe within the studio area. And we can bring different and new creative people into that. Gosh, it sounds amazing. I mean, because when I was going to the camera club, it was the studio on the Long Mile Road and it was, it wasn't small, but it was, you know, for the amount of people that were in there, it was cramped and, it, you know, you guys always did such amazing things with it that I can't imagine how big and grand and amazing it's going to get now that it's three or four times the size. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a godsend, as I said, that we were blessed with people's cooperation, I suppose, in, in the previous one. It was a tight enough space given what we were trying to do there and how we were doing it, we can do that in far more comfort now. And we actually have windows, would you believe? <laughs> <laughs> windows! That, that makes such a difference to the studio, I can tell you. Yeah, I remember the heat. <laughs> yeah, the heat. The summertime was, was a, a nightmare, I have to say. But no, it's, it, it, this is so much better. We, you know, we're absolutely bowled over. We're delighted with it. And it's working so, so well. It's, it's a really, really good space. And the other thing that's, that, that we've seen since we've moved there, I know we've you know, been in and out a little bit with, with, with the year that's in it, but there's much better rental opportunities for us, for the studio, so other creative people can come and share that space on, you know, on, on downtimes and, and take the benefits that, that the studio brings to them, to their creative talents too. So it's good from that point of view too. Everything that helps with the rental is always positive, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So if people want to follow you and get in touch with you, you know, about renting space or about taking part in the club or anything like that, where's the best place to keep up to date with you guys? Well, we, we've, we've several different sources. NGCC.ie is our website and we, we keep that updated and topical. And there's, you know, there's, so there's an email facility on there to come and look for further information or rental opportunity and all of those things. They're all in there. Plus, you can go and look at a, a good selection of the images from all our members that are all up there on that site for, for people to see and view. The New Generation Camera Club page on Facebook is also very, very popular. And again, we would post about what themes are coming up and what events are going on, be it international models or whatever it might be. They're all posted up there too from a creative point of view. And as well, that's where we started from Facebook and we're growing out of that and beyond that now. We've got 
our Instagram page and it's at ngcc.ie. And again, that's proving popular. It's something that we're growing and developing and Paul has been great at moving those technologies along. I'm a little bit slower at that sort of stuff. I'm still trying to understand it myself, but it, it, it's going really well. But any of those mediums, I suppose Facebook is probably still the one that I would default to because I just know it better, I suppose. It's been, I've been part of it for a long, long time. Rich has done great work on the website. As I say, Paul has done great work on the Instagram and Andy the same. He's, he's heavily involved in the Instagram page too. I think Paul set up our Purple Port piece, which again is a model connection site, which works very well, particularly for international models and to open up those international weekends that we run in the studio, which are proven very, very popular. So yeah, there's plenty of ways to see our work. What we would like to do and, and, and you know, to move it on is, you know, at some stage we would, we're, we're trying to obviously put some of the work from the studio on display within the studio, but obviously to open that up further than that and, and maybe open up a, a display area when the world writes itself so we can show people what we're all about. We can do it, you know, at the moment we can do it digitally on, on our sites, but maybe we'd like to take up an exhibition or a display somewhere and start to show our work and, and how creative we can be from a studio point of view and show off the work of the people, the wonderful people who come along and, and make it what it is, make it a, a fun, enjoyable, creative, talented place. Yeah, definitely. And just because you'd mentioned as well that, you know, that lockdown has hit the studio hard and everything like that. I know we're kind of in lockdown limbo at this point. We can't really do much, but you guys were actually shooting for a while over the last few weeks or months. How did COVID affect your shooting nights? It had a significant impact on us. Normally we shoot on Thursday nights, so we shoot once a week in the studio. But when the restrictions came in, so when we came out of, of lockdown, and, and restrictions came back in for uh, no more than six people. We decided we would try and keep the studio open and work with maybe one to two models and four photographers. But we had so much interest and, and so many people wanted to come to the studio, we decided that we would shoot on a Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday night. So we were running three nights a week for maybe four, five, six weeks while we had the opportunity to do that. And uh, it, it was very challenging for us obviously that you know we had to spread ourselves very thin and, and and try and facilitate and manage all of that but it was worth it because what it enabled us to do is to work with more models on the same theme over different nights and compare and contrast the different nights and see very quickly the different look and feel and uh, you know light setups and 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 makeup and everything that changed night to night with different models different photographers and different facilitators between myself, Paul, Richard, Andy and Mircha coming in and Rick coming in and, 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 and changing things around within the studio environment. So it was, it, it was very challenging for us, but you know, we wanted to keep that creative avenue open for people so they, they could come along, they could get out of the house and they could, you know, feel they could go somewhere in a safe, and comfortable way uh, and do something that they enjoy doing and, and as I say it worked very very well we practice social distancing and, and all of the things that we need to do and we should do and, and you know we keep everybody safe and that's what's important you know safety is the most important thing at times like this so there's no way we're going to do anything that's going to you know put anybody at risk so yeah everything was done in a very safe way and a very enjoyable way so I think everyone was grateful to us and to the studio that we were able to keep the place open and, and to carry on regardless, 
even in a smaller way, you know. So it was good. Yeah, gosh, it sounds like you guys were super busy. But it's great to see that people are, you know, they're still doing their art and they're adapting and they're kind of seeing, right, how can we do this safely but still do what we love? And, you know, everybody's happy and everyone feels secure, which is brilliant. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's, that's the most important thing. You know, we are a social club. We see everyone coming in there as friends and almost family. And the last thing we want to do is put anybody at risk. So all of our nights, everything is done. Even in normal times, everything's done. A, to be fun and B, to be safe and to offer people a safe and secure environment where they can come and relax and feel at home and feel under no pressure and just enjoy themselves. And uh, I think we can achieve small things like that. You know, Ireland's a small place and we're a small community. The creative community is a very small community within all of that. And I think we all need to look out for each other. And that's what we try to do. We try to offer a space and facility that helps people to A, be creative and B, be safe and be among friends and to network. That's really what it's all about. Yeah, absolutely. No, networking is so important. And especially with stuff like this, you know, where you're relying on other people to come and bring their skills and their creativity. And just speaking of networking, because you mentioned that you have international models and weekend workshops and everything. So do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I suppose it's, it's something that we, we started to do maybe three to four years ago. We saw an opportunity there because we got a lot of requests from people to say, look, I, I I understand how a camera works, but I'm, I don't really understand how a studio works and I've never really shot with a model and I'm a little bit probably afraid is probably the wrong word, but just a little bit hesitant in, in, in taking that next step. And did you guys ever think of maybe running a workshop? Because obviously we, we have a, you know, even in the, our much bigger space, we still have limited opportunity to open up for new members because obviously it's, you can only have a certain amount of people there at any given time. So the, the international workshops gave us an opportunity to bring in new people who want to learn a little bit more about the studio, who want to learn about models and, and, and how all that works and put it together. So, so we threw that idea around a little bit and we decided if we were going to do this, we would work with international traveling models to give people an opportunity to, to work with people from outside of the normal sphere of, of our society and to see what else is available on the, on, on the wider modeling arena from you know the photography world we have lists of people who want to come to shoots and we ended up our first shoot was a four-hour shoot on a sunday morning and we were completely oversubscribed for it so the next time out we, we ran two four-hour shoots on a sunday and then we've developed it from there we're shooting friday night all day saturday and all day sunday in some cases when we bring an international model into the country we now get contacted very regularly by international models asking us to host a workshop on their behalf within the studio because it gives them the opportunity to network and meet new photographers and, 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 and develop that. We work with Irish models too at all levels for those workshops to try and give them the opportunity to meet other photographers. So it's, it's something we try and do at least uh, probably once a month, but certainly at least once every six weeks to have that type of a workshop. But there's been a, a fantastic reaction to it. And as I say, we were able to bring them in and do it in a very safe way and do it almost in a tutorial way. We'd set up the lights, we'd explain how everything works. And particularly with the international models, they're very, very experienced and they know how to work with photographers, particularly, let's call them novice photographers in the sense of working with models. 
so how to pose them and everything else. So, so the models are able to give them something to, to enhance their experience within the studio environment. So it turns into a very positive experience and we get wonderful feedback for it. So it's good to be able to, to give them again that opportunity because if someone is to try and book an international model on their own outside of a workshop, it can turn into a quite an expensive experience by the time you, you book the model's time and book a studio space and hire lights if you need to do that or whatever it might be, it can turn into a very expensive day where we can offer that opportunity in a group environment, you know, and, and try and give them that, that experience in a meaningful way. Yeah, that sounds brilliant. And just before we go, is there anything that you would like to talk about that we haven't touched on yet? No, I think, I think we've covered it all out. It's, as I say, it's, I just want to emphasize to everybody, it's, we're all about a fun network of creative people who enjoy each other's company, who enjoy working together, who enjoy creating something new and something different. And, you know, as I say, I can't emphasize enough, it's literally about getting together and being creative. And I think that's what brings us back time and time again. So it's, it's all about the creativity for us. Yeah, absolutely. And just for anyone listening at home, if you're not familiar with the New Generation Camera Club, definitely check them out. We're going to link all their social media and website stuff onto the podcast anyway, but it's definitely worth a look. And especially if you're a creative, if you're a model or a makeup artist or a body painter or any kind of visual artist, like definitely, definitely check it out because it's just, you just have to see it. You have to get involved. It's amazing. You're very kind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we, ha we have to support each other, you know? <laughs> I think that's what it's all about. As I say, just, you know, there's a creative group of us out there and, and we need to have each other's backs and, and, and you know, do the things we, we like to do. Go and have fun. Enjoy being creative. Yeah, absolutely. And Eddie, it's been such a pleasure having you. Thanks so much for coming on to talk about the Camera Club. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. And, you know, it's an absolute pleasure to talk to you on, on here about the New Generation Camera Club. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you. And if you enjoyed this episode of Doing It For The Exposure and would like to hear more in the future, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at D-I-F-T-E Podcast. You can also check out our stream on nerdsnowmedia.com. We stream weekly on Spotify, SoundCloud and YouTube. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production. 